1: This is only a test. Sean, once more, you have heard Sean before. Um, Sean, welcome. Thank you. So not, this is a, a little sober and sobering discussion. So um, please bear with me. This is especially for trying to figure out patients who may have long COVID or who may have injury after the vaccine and how is their journey and what are the possible solutions they may be looking at? Where are the areas of challenge? Where are the areas of uh, hope? So uh, Sean, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? And there is a video of you before as well, but just
2: to refresh. Right, so just in brief, because the other video, we really went into extensive details about my experience, but I'm a nurse practitioner um, based in the Northeast of the United States. And I received a dose of uh, the Pfizer vaccine back in December of 2020, December 29th to be exact. Um, it's ingrained in my memory now because I just passed a one year anniversary and I'm still symptomatic uh, with uh, symptoms from uh, the vaccine. So after the first dose in quick summary, I had paresthesias. Um, Uh, pretty abruptly after the injection in my right deltoid, those paresthesias were like numbness, tingling, like a cold and warm sensation up and down my arm. It progressed into the right side of my face with some tingling. uh, And then uh, some flushing of my ear subsided after about 10 days, saw a neurologist who said, You know, since it's since things have seen uh, everything checks out, your EMG is normal, your, you know, routine labs are normal. If it subsides in 10 days, you know, you should get the second dose. So on January 19th, I got the second dose. Um, It exacerbated all the neuropathies again on the right side um, into my face. Um, I got tingling in my throat, um, like a prickling sensation in my throat. And then by day four, day five, I started to hear chime sounds in my right ear. So I was developing tinnitus. Um, I started to get erratic blood pressures, um, tachycardia, and then uh, severe abdominal pain. And by December 30th, I went to an emergency room seeking treatment, telling them, I think I'm having a reaction to the vaccine. But uh, the ER doctor wasn't familiar with vaccine reactions and didn't think there could be such a reaction like this. Um, you know, because he hasn't seen it before and I was trying to make the case just because you haven't seen this kind of reaction before doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a reaction. Anyway, I was sent home with ibuprofen and then things just progressed after that. The tinnitus increased in severity, uh, ran around, uh, top hospitals across the country looking for answers, not finding any, um, getting very discouraged. Symptoms keep, kept progressing. I developed positional orthostatic tachycardia, um, severe intractable insomnia, adrenal dumps. Uh, the list just goes on and on. I continued to have uh, labile blood pressures. By August uh, I developed generalized body neuropathies stinging and burning in my hands and feet prickling sensations all over my body like uh, like I fell in a bush that I was allergic to I even had prickling in the inside of my nose um, and that was very unusual it was very pronounced I mean I my hands and my joints my would hurt so bad I couldn't even open up refrigerator doors I um yeah so I just continued to worsen um over a period of not, like nine months symptoms waxing and waning when I developed the neuropathies I got of course alarmed I saw a rheumatologist who put me on steroids Unfortunately, it was prednisone, and I reacted very poorly to it. But the first few days I was on it, it started to calm down some of the neuropathies I was having, but it didn't fully resolve. So that's kind of a brief summary of the symptomatology that I experienced after the vaccine. So, um, Sean,
1: since then to now... um, What is your current state now? We are all hoping, we are praying that you, compared to last time you met us, you are feeling better and you're improving. So I I would request two things, if you will. One, what is your current state? And two, what are the medicines that helped? What are the ones that didn't? And again, for the listeners, it is important for this information to be available. It is important for others who may be suffering to be able to hear and see where hope hope is and where hope is not. So please don't use it as a medical advice. Give it its own right that it can reach someone who might get guidance from it. So this is not a medical advice. This is not a doctor-patient relationship. This is a patient who has the courage to come out and, and share with you what their journey is to see maybe someone else can be saved by this message.
2: So, Sean, what is your current state? So, uh, well, let me just add that my prior state was that I was very healthy. I'm a very healthy, uh, young, (laughs) 52-year-old male and uh, had no real illnesses prior to the vaccine. I had no chronic medical conditions. Um, I wasn't on any medications at the time of the vaccine. So generally very healthy never really went to a doctor for much of anything unless i had a, a bad
3: cold or flu okay hello this is joseph Brownlee, your host of body of christ real talk your host of body of christ real talk <laughs> hmm. okay I'm trying to leave myself out of this, but as you see, I opened up with a testimony from this young man. You know, he deserves another. Applause. Thank you, you know, for what he's doing because it takes a lot of heart. And uh, this show, I've been doing a short series on the other side of the poking and the jabbing. If it was, we paying attention to listen to my other show. For the new listeners or someone is just listening, please go back on my last three previous podcast radio show about, you'll know what I'm talking about, uh, to catch up, you know, which I'm going to try to make this my finale on the last few, uh, few uh, testimonies, what's been going on on the other side of the poking and the jabbing, you know. All right, this is Joseph Browley, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Browley, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Now, you just heard a testimony from this uh, this young man. And uh, if you want to find out his name and everything like that, I, I advise you to look him up on YouTube. But, uh, man, give him a lot of kudos out for him. I have to pause it because I had an interruption there. Sorry about that. But uh, I want to get into a couple of more testimonies today, you know. And each testimony and stories is at least over an hour. But I'm not going to go through the whole hour. You know, it's pretty deep. Yes So, uh, I'm going to do a couple of testimonies And everything, you know It's been pausing in this podcast There's been a lot of distractions going on I don't want no distractions, you know In this show today Because this is very important news I'm trying to get out there But uh, remember, uh, I'm in, a, in an area now That it's going to be kind of somewhat Distraction with the heaters coming on There's going to be uh, sometimes people Walking back and forth and everything So, Thank God that I have some type of pause or that I can just pause and I won't get all that noise and all that distraction into this podcast, you know, because right now it's cold outside and I can't even get, uh, it's too cold to be in my studio right now because there's no heater there for now. So, <laughs> you know, but anyway, you know, this is, this is Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brown, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. And, uh, ooh, yeah, I know. That's my time. Boo, boom. I know. I'm right on, Benedict. Thank you for that. But if anyway, uh, I want to be getting into uh, certain things um, and concluding this series because I want to get into something else and other topics and subjects and I don't want to be bombarded with that but I just thought this information would be very important that's why I started I with a testimony and not me introducing and going through the same spin not spam but the same little thing that I get into when I'm just opening up so without any further ado I'm going to do another testimony and everything because I, I want to I want to I want to give these uh, these these precious hearts there Audio do that I got promised of testimony and do less of me than I give uh, give you uh uh um uh, uh what I think about the whole thing, and then I'm going to uh, leave off from there. I'm going to end it right now. So and I just thank you guys for uh, putting up with me and everything, and, uh, you know, listening to uh, this and stuff. It's very important for us to understand what's going on on the other side of these poking and jabbing, you know, with these vaccines and everything. Whether you're uh, pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, or whatever like that, it has nothing to do with that, you know. You know, you could be, for the vaccine, you could be against it. You still, both sides still need to know about this information. I'm not here to judge either the side and everything, but like I want you, you need to know you hear so much about one side, how good this vaccine and these jobs are but you don't hear about the other as, uh, other side of what the adverse effects and different things, even deaths you know, that's really affecting a lot of people and families so without any further ado, I'm gonna go into another testimony from this young lady, her name is Nikki, I think she's from England, and I think the um, the host, I forget his name um, uh, and she's having a problem with some type of neuro disease and everything like that, and then I'm gonna talk about what's going on the best way I can. Now some of these uh Dr. Lingo and all these other explanations what they have, I don't have I don't I don't understand it and I'm not gonna act like I know what it means and everything it takes a doctor to understand certain things but the more you have some type of idea, whatever it is, something's not right. I'm just put it that way, something's not right. So I'm not gonna act like I understand what they're talking about. Without so without any further ado, here's another testimony from her name is Nikki. God bless you all.
1: Uh, Nick uh, in Kent, Nick,
3: thank you for coming on. I know you've had a busy time with a with a family recently, and
1: uh, I, th- I think one of those back to school now, is So you've got a bit more got a bit more time.
4: Yes, he's back to school. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, so thanks for coming on, Nick. And I, I know that it's always hard to share personal experiences like this, but but you, you feel this is appropriate because other
1: people need to hear this. So, we're talking about your vaccination history, basically, aren't we? And
4: mm-hmm. and, and,
3: and how you're feeling from that. So, time wise, timeline wise. Remember, these yeah, are real stories. The these are real testimonies. These are real stories from their mouths themselves.
4: Yeah, so in group four because i have a low immunity um but felt fine was doing fine um really well um walked to my appointment at the local surgery to have my vaccination and um the doc it was actually just by coincidence my own gp that performed the vaccination and um i sat down and he just ran through his how do you feel and i said really well and um he put the needle in and I feel like I instantly said it. I mean, my circulation would have been going nice and brisk because of my walk and I hadn't waited long. The appointments were running to time. So it felt instantly I said, oh, I've got a strong chemical taste in my mouth. And um, he just made a sort of non-committal sound. and um, And then I said to him, I feel a bit sick. And he said, oh, you'd better go and um, sit outside. Where they weren't keeping people outside, they'd stopped at that point, you know, the sort of standard wait for 15 minutes, they were sending you home, Mm -hmm. unless there was a problem. But So I sat outside and...
3: I don't want to keep interrupting, but the reason I'm doing this, I'm going to do this a little bit occasionally. I hope I don't get on y'all guys' note, but I'll just... You ever been in a situation, what would you do if you just, after you took any type of medicine, Not just, I'm talking about, we know we're talking about vaccines and stuff like that, but any medicine you start feeling strange and tasting your mouth, you need to report it. Okay, listen to this church, you know, this is for the saved and unsaved. We need to report certain effects, not only from vaccines, but any type of medicine. They got different things. Uh they got poison control centers that we can call a different thing like they like the vaccine. You know, we got doctors. But you know, you can call poison control. But something that's different about when it comes to the poking and the jab of the vaccine is so much resistance. They try to tell you something else is okay or is this part of uh, this stuff is uh, reacting in your body because, that I mean, it is working and stuff like that, all that type of noise and jazz, you know, and all that doctor talk that a lot of us do not understand. So we know our bodies. is just something is not acting right. No matter what, whether we ate something or we have some type of reaction or adverse effect, whether we took the jab, whether we took some type of medicine, Tylenol, Anything you know, we need to uh, let the doctor know right away and everything. I know a lot of us men we like to know and think we'll get through a lot of things ourselves, and I know I do that a lot. So I just wanted to get that out there pay attention to our bodies, okay? Pay we need to pay more attention to our bodies. That's all I want to say. Let's let's continue. And um,
4: I, I did the usual thing, got my mobile phone out, and thought I'll start you know, replying to messages that I haven't got back to people, and I just felt overwhelmingly sick and rushed to the surgery toilet and vomited um, and then a nurse took me back in to see the doctor and I said to him I can feel shivers running up and down my body and it was just like a a bam 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 of symptoms that you could argue were unrelated you know the shivering and then and the nausea." And then, believe it or not, I coughed for a bit. I mean, it was it was just like a checklist of some of the COVID symptoms mm-hmm. or, or even some of the COVID symptoms we now know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my nose ran, you know, just watery r- running instantly. But the coughing and the nose running, which they now talk about all the time as being classic COVID symptoms... I'd be surprised if they even lasted a minute or so each. It was that fast, but it was, it was so quick going through my body. And I can't honestly say at what point my head started to ache, but I'm, I had a headache when I was leaving. Um, and they just said, oh, well, you better go home and um, take some paracetamol and rest. And because I think their main concern was was my airway blocked um I didn't feel any swelling of either my lips or my tongue you know or my throat so I couldn't say I felt like that but I felt dreadful and um I had to get a friend to give me a lift home and um my son was visibly shocked when he saw me because he'd seen me skip off to go and get it I mean and I really had you know we're we're walkers and Mm. I keep fit Mm. um Mm -hmm. and I don't know I don't really remember much about how I felt that the rest of that
3: Okay, I won't say something else. Just uh te- just to reiterate. Remember the last testimony before hers from the young man. You remember he left out before he went into the the gist of what he wanted to talk about, how is he how how is everything happening, you know, from today since you know, six months to a year ago. I think it was something like that. Don't quote me on that from his uh his his adverse effects, that he was in good health that he was in good shape. And I just want to say that you notice that Nikki, uh, she's from England, just said the same thing. She was in good shape, good health. So you put those two together. If you, now, if he was already sick, you know, you will kind of say, well, maybe this is because I'm sick already. I have these type of, you know, adverse effects or whatever like that. But when you know you're in shape and you never felt these things before, after you got the poke and the jab, you know your own body, you know something is wrong. That's all I have to say about that. Think about that, folks.
4: that day apart from I know I felt dreadful but I do know that by 8 p.m which is far too early for my son to go to bed I said to him come on let's get you all sorted and do you mind going to bed early so I can switch everything off and you know lock up and um because I said I don't think I can stay upright functioning for much longer and by that point I was shivering a lot um I didn't have much of a temperature at all. it was just only ever so slightly raised and I just remember going to bed at about eight p m and just curling up in a ball and just shaking so violently, and my teeth chattering so wildly that i and just like like that for a long, long, long time, almost convulsing. you know that I was but it wasn't convulsions. I've seen someone have convulsions, and it wasn't that but that I just thought I'm going to crack my teeth with, with how violently they're banging together for a long, long time. I lay like that in bed until I just, I just fell asleep. So perhaps for an hour or so I was shivering like that with my teeth and I genuinely think I exhausted myself with it, you know, and I just fell into a deep sleep and I don't even remember waking up during the night, even though it was an early bedtime, um, but the next morning when I got up, I don't know the, the exact order of what, there was a lot going on, which makes it really hard to relay. There was an awful lot going on. I had a strong pain in my kidneys, um, which which from that point lasted about um, three or four days of lot, drinking lots and lots of water, you know, because I'm aware that that's something you can do for your kidneys Um I felt incredibly dehydrated. Um, Now, I know you you will probably say if you have a fever, you want to drink plenty so you don't get dehydrated. But with low immunity, I've had many, many upper respiratory illnesses, you know, just regular illnesses, lots of colds, maybe with a bit of a temperature as well and whatever. Um, And I'm used to managing myself and I'm used to um, always drinking lots of water and being well hydrated as, as an absolute, you know, um, foundation of getting past any illness where you, especially if you've got a slight fever. So what I'm saying is it was different. The level of dehydration was absolutely profound. And I looked in the mirror and I felt that even my face looked more wizened, you know, and it's gone back to, to what I think is my, how my face normally looks. And, um, my eyes were so dry, they were scratchy, you know they they just I just was so dehydrated, so something about the process had really dehydrated me without me sweating because I hadn't been sweating um and I don't believe I was sweating through that sleep because you know my nightwear wasn't wet or you know, mm. like I've had the odd fever where. Your top's just drenched, isn't it? you know you know it wasn't like that. it was just something in I don't know internally that had massively dehydrated me. Um, and um when I got up, um I just felt that I was in like a hamster wheel, and I felt that the world was tumbling over around me. Um, And I immediately fell on my bedroom floor and then got myself up again and felt I had to hold on to everything, you know, and I didn't I just felt like I was really quite drunk, but not that I was just drunk, but also that when you're drunk, you're it's in you. But I also felt I was in an environment that was moving as well, so just like a ship. Because we've been on a ship, you know, and I know what that feels like when you're in a storm and the floor goes away from under you. Um, yes, so it was like that. Pretty horrible. You, you, you seem that sounds like you're describing a vestibulitis, that the middle ear, the inner ear problem that can uh, um can make you feel dizzy maybe but i've had labyrinthitis mm, right. um which will make you fall off a chair and mm, things mm-hmm, and mm. it's very localized isn't it you're but this yeah it felt like the
1: whole world was
4: yeah okay. well, no, i mean it's i don't know but it's localized to your Everything in my head felt confused um, mm. in terms of perception, mm. you know, in terms of where things were and my ability to do things. And, for example, first couple of weeks, I didn't drive at all because I didn't have control of my feet. So I guessed it would be quite unsafe to drive. Nobody told me not to, you know, but I I, I didn't have proper function of um, particularly my um, injection was in my left arm because I'm right-handed, and it was my right-hand side that was the weakest. Um, in-
3: okay, I want to uh, go back on something that she said. She said the, uh, the injection was in her, she got the jab, the injection in her left arm. But it was her right arm that was showing some type of pain, infection, something like that, that she was saying. And the reason I'm bringing that back up is because of the previous testimony. And I heard that, I forgot where, that someone else said that, you know, they got the injection on one side of the arm, but, you know, you know, if they felt the pain on the other side. Now, that's weird. I know. And what she's describing is also a lot of things not the same, but they was close together as the other that the young man was talking about in the previous testimony about, you know, those different adverse effects, you know, uh, what's happening to him. The same was happening to her. Now, this is after the jab this is not weeks or months later uh, you know if i'm correct you correct me if i'm wrong but i believe this is right after the jab you know and uh you can find this information on youtube yourself and uh just look for youtube look for nikki and uh and different things like that I i try to get much information on there but let me let me uh, let you listen to a little bit more. You know, I'm not going to do the whole hour, or so minutes and everything, because I want to talk about these things, and I want to just say certain things I'm going to do. You know, say before you know I conclude this 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 series on the other side of the poke another jab, and that people don't know about. You know, so let me continue.
4: In terms of um losing motor function which i i can't explain that and and tell me john am i right are your kidneys on your right Uh, they're they're on on both sides they're on both sides okay the lower back well i would say so so kind of kind of upper back there kind of yeah yeah yeah. well on both sides and i have had kidney pain in the past um with some hospital treatment that was intravenous so Mm. um Mm. so i'm familiar of the kind of region but in that case then if they're on both sides it would definitely be more the right hand side Mm. because I specifically remember the pain because it was so if you have a few days of one localized pain you you just sort of remember it don't you um
1: it
4: it was quite specific
1: it's a deeply horrible horrible
4: experience it was um and this went on for two weeks or what happened after the two weeks Nick well it has gone on until now it is still going on, but it's all it's done is I would say, um, I have life has been so hard to just keep up with because of, because of the physical battles and also because of the time spent trying to research, to help myself, um, as well as all the normal things in life. So, um, I haven't looked back until today, funnily enough, at any of my notes that I wrote. I had this strong sense, even though I'm a person who's never kept a diary in their life. Yeah. I was so terrified. Yeah. I th- I, ke- I kept a diary.
3: Okay, I'm going to stop it there because of time constraints. But I wanted to uh, give a few excerpts or a few uh, uh, more testimonies about the adverse effects pertaining to the poking and the jabbing and the vaccine. Now, the thing, these things need to be out. And it's because it's, it's becoming so prevalent of what's going on. You know, it's, it's a lot of things, a lot of articles and a lot of stuff, you know, and uh, that's been happening or been, you know, or been accused of after the poking and the jabbing, you know, and I i, I say that very very carefully and stuff like that because i don't have no verification of that but you know but why do they give these people such a hard time and uh you know, when they bring up some type of adverse effect or someone in their family have passed away or died, you know, and, it's be, and the ones that say, you know, it was right after the jab. I'm talking about if it was immediately after the jab or different things like that Uh, compared to the ones that happened weeks or even months later. It's hard to say if it had anything to do with the poking of the jabbing. you know, of these vaccines or any vaccine or any medicine. Okay. Okay, the reason I've done this series, uh, because I want the church to pay attention. I want the body of Christ to pay attention. If you have, now listen to me carefully. If you get the poke, the, the, the jab, and whatever like that, you probably are afraid, when you hear these things, and I don't, you know, and I can understand that that's just your natural fear, so it would, be, it would be very naive for me to say, oh, you don't be scared, you know, I didn't do all that out there and everything like that, you know, I thought I gave you a big bomb like that, you know, you know, it's just, you just can't like sit yourself, you know, said, that's a bomb. you know, I threw it out there, so I want you to I gave you this information, you know, not, and I knew it was going to affect you some way mentally, you know, because of that, and I have no control over that, but, you know, and it might be some other... If you listen to this and you feel regretful, and uh, of taking the poking and the jab, and you know, you know, honestly, you should because especially if you're not, you haven't done any research, and you have done it out of fear. And I know, I know that might sound kind of cold, but I'm just, you know, I like to be real and everything. You should not to just say you you're wrong and you're sinning and anything like that. No, 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 no. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, uh, if you having these a type of a effects or you might not have any. I'm not saying that you do, but if you haven't, you listen to my whole series, uh this series that I just threw out there. You listen to the different cases that I read from the vaccine death report. You know, this article that I advise you to please get please get to have it down yourself. You know, get look for any type of thing that pertaining to side effects and deaths. You know, just look very carefully. Don't just grab anything, look very carefully. But if you have those type of effects or any type of fatigue that I have seen some people talking about their fatigue on even on Facebook. You know, that's part of the symptoms of that this uh vaccine, but it's also effects of other things, you know, as well. So I want to be very careful specific because I'm not a doctor. I don't give I'm not trying to give no doctor advice or anything like that. All I'm just saying there is another side and there is something that's not right about this. You know, it just seemed like, you know, about this particular vaccine because it was never pushed like there with other vaccines, not even a flu vaccine and you know it was never pushed like that and mandated like that and threatening and giving you incentives and giving bonuses even some cities earlier a year ago they was giving out marijuana, cannabis, whatever you want to call it and gift cards and stuff like that for this and I was you know it's just bomb- bombarding me why such a push and everything and I'm beyond a coincidence you know I'm beyond a coincidence, right now, you know. Why is this stuff is going on? You know, I didn't get to the point that I believe. You know, it's just like an. Ev- if I feel like a. You know, today it, it's an evasion in our privacy. There's an uh, evasion in our privacy, and I, you know, and I and I was just saying earlier, I call it a uh, alien. <laughs> What's going on in the minds of people today? It's mysterious. What's really going on? What is really going on? It ain't something you hear and make you feel good, like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) You feel joy, you feel laughter. It's that sound of this. things like that, you know, it just make you feel like a, what's going on, we something that's not right, and the reason I'm doing that, because I want you to just listen, even the effects that you hear, the sound effects, just think about this, those things are very prevalent to the way you feel sometimes, and you're not hearing this, you're not hearing
0: <laughs> this. Not today. Sure,
3: us stop feeling that little sweetie right there, <laughs> you know, you're feeling more like this. Explosives. Or you might be feeling, feeling like somebody just shot you from the back. That's what's going on today, and I want you to pay attention, folks. We are being attacked. And it's not most of a physical warfare, it's more of a spiritual warfare. Mentioning we need to be on our toes so okay that's all i'm gonna say about this i gave you some info i let you listen to some testimonies i read some testimonies i gave you some data data you know about the deaths and the adverse you know events that's been going on in people's lives now it is up to you and i to really, what we're going to do about it? We need to pay attention. We need to have be we need to be we need to be up. We need to be more focused, and we need to research these things and pay attention. You know, that's why I say pay attention to the mandates and everything like that. Pay attention to that uh the SCOTUS, You know, the uh the Supreme Court decision. That's very important. It's to pay attention to what's going on with the health care centers. There, they've been barbarous. They've been and bamboozled because they still got to take the poking and the jab. And that's wrong. We have to stand up for our. Right, so We need to learn the Constitution more. I mean, we as in we, we do need to learn these things, what's going on. We need to stay in the Word of God. We need to study the Word of God, and we need to be ready, okay? That's all I have to say. I'm not going to say no more about that because I put enough information out there for you to research and you go to these podcasts, you check it out and do your own research yourselves. I'm going to get into another subject. I'm going to get into other topics and everything pertaining to life in general, pertaining to what's going on around our life today, okay? So I just wanted to get that out there. I thank you all for listening to my radio podcast. I thank you all for giving me your ear, you know, just giving me the time to listen to me rant and listen to me just for a little listening to me just to let you hear some things that's what's going on the other side of the poking and the jabbing okay so give yourself an applause god bless you all You know, alrighty. thank you thank you you know that means my time is up god bless you all and before i leave i just want to just give the ones that never accepted jesus christ in their hearts a chance to receive christ as your savior by believing in his death Burial and resurrection by believing in his death, burial and resurrection, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. Your sins are already been forgiven. Your God is not purging, God is not imputing or charging you with sin today. You know, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19, once because that's taken care of now. So only thing you can deal with, the only thing that'll stop you now from being saved today is your unbelief. Okay. So just accept Jesus in your heart by first knowing and admitting that you are a sinner. And once you understand that you are a sinner or believe that you are a sinner because you cannot go any further with that, you believe in a death burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for salvation because our time is short here and I mean that literally, you know we could see different things that's happening that Jesus is going to come to this church with all this turmoil and all this mysteriousness and invasion and our privacy going on. You have not seen that you don't want to be left here when the seven year tribulation starts that's going to happen probably maybe uh, three years after or so, I don't know believe it, after the catching away of the church God bless you all, love you all, this is Joseph Brownlee a Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee a Body of Christ Real Talk. Where well, I will be talking about other subjects and topics. Starting with something new and fresh coming up on this radio show. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. And I will have other audio guests as well. And I have some future live shows that's coming up. It's going to be exciting this year. Lord willing. God bless you all. Love you. Bye bye. Peace out.